So, let's get started. And set go. I already went. Oh, you already did? Do I need to stop this and start? No, you can go. I'm ready. We can. I'm, we... Brandon's eating an orange, you guys, so hold on. No, it's cool. We're cool. I don't know. How did we end up here in this book? Okay, so... We are not... The kids wanted to move. We just finished up. They wanted to go to, to John, First John, and then we read through the rest of John's letters and then finished up with Jude just because we need an extra chapter. Then the kids wanted to go into Revelation again because they love reading the book of Revelation. But since we are now doing these studies based off of this, we were like, eh, I don't think we could <laughs> summarize yeah. Revelation because we're trying to make these quicker for you guys. And that just wouldn't have happened. Yeah, I'm not af afraid of the book by any means, but it we takes love a the book, lot but of time. Not in a quick 30-minute like thing. Yeah, we no, want to dedicate it, more time it's to definitely it. one of... So then Travis was like, well, I really want to go to Peter. And so I'm like, okay. So essentially the kids want to read through all of the letters again, but like backwards. <laughs> so we're in First Peter 1 and 2 today is what <clears throat> we did. So if you guys want to pause, take a moment, pray. Yeah, please pray. Then come back. Yeah. Brandon will finish eating his orange and we... <laughs> Can yeah. read first Peter. Uh, I will go. Yeah, my kids will stop. All right. Dropping things. This letter is from Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the provinces of Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and... Bithynia? Yep. God the Father knew you and chose you long ago. And his spirit has made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. May God give you more and more grace and peace. Let me say that Peter is definitely one of those books that I do not like in the NLT. Yeah, you like it better in ESV? I really do, because there's a lot of wording mm -hmm. that's really different and things that you miss. Yeah. Here. Um... Yeah, they they do a good idea. They do a good job of conveying the idea, but you still miss a lot of things that are very important in that. Um, you know, living as foreigners, and I mean, there's a little bit more to that, but it, it is what it is. But that's why we do this with the family mm -hmm. at LT, and then we study ESV. But anyway. Um. Yeah. Three. Yep. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by His great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation, and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of cha of change and decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive the salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. <laughs> Did you want me to stop there? No, I mean, I just, not that you have to go over it, but it's hard to not read these I was going to, you know, And just stop and be like, hello? <laughs> like, look. Yeah, especially if you really think about what Peter is saying there, I think we 
tend to over spiritualize a lot of this stuff. But if These you look like at the literal if you look at the direct statements that he's saying here, he's yeah. saying, um, you live with great expectation, mm-hmm. um, and we have an inheritance which is the the kingdom, um, kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you. So where did I stop? Verse 6? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, on the last day for all to see. Yeah. I had salvation on the last day. Um, obviously, this kind of, it, it reminds me of Romans. When Paul says the sons are waiting to be revealed. We're waiting to be revealed in yeah. Romans 8. Um that's what it throws me back there to you. Just waiting for Christ to be revealed to the world. Um, and then going in here, I this is why I was going to go ahead because this is another play. I didn't want to stop so soon okay. again. Sorry. But I'm going to have to now, thanks. No, but it was an important place to stop. It it's point, exciting. It pointed that out because um, Peter's definitely a, um, a book where you get the sense of eminence. and. Well, in the point like, too, like, get your stuff together because Jesus is coming and you've got to go through. Well, well I, again, I'm going to get ahead of myself. Here, okay, so. but the point here too, he's talking about inheritance. Like, look at, we know in our human understanding, right? If you have, you know, like we've seen the movie. I've never had this happen to me, but, you know, you see the movies where there's like the person and the the grandpa dies and they get left, you know, oodles and oodles of money and a big house and all of these things. I mean, remember that episode, like, Little Yeah, I know this has never happened. I'm aware. But, like, Little House on the Prairie, right, where they're, like, dreaming about all the things that they could do with this money. (laughs) What? I guess this might just be a funny story to tell on this. Forgive me, everybody. This is our Bible study podcast, but um, along those lines, your brother was telling me a story yesterday of talking to your dad, oh, wanting yeah. to set it up to where you get his inheritance. For the... Yeah. So we were making jokes about this, and uh, was talking about you being my sugar mama. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> said, wait a minute, because yeah. we were talking about that Lucy episode. It said, "Wait a minute, my baby's loaded." <laughs> Yeah, that's what Larkin said, too. He's like, Dad said this court case, he might win, like, $13 million, and he said he was going to leave all of it to you, and so you can retire. And I'm like, oh, geez, Thanks, Dad. I was like, yeah, Larkin was weird talking about that last night, and he's like, I was like, wait a minute, my honey bunch is loaded? <laughs> I could see funny. my dad leaving all of his money to me. He totally would, too. No, but it was, it was <laughs> funny. So I don't know why I had to share that little But th- that's the point of it, though. Bit. Like, this human part of us, like, if we're talking... So if my dad quite literally leaves me $13 million or Oh, you're going to give it all away. No, but that would be, like, imagine that being a reality here that, I mean, I guess very well could be if that's what the Lord wills, but... Um, we talked about being George Muller. We could build a house for yeah. all, all the people. But, um, you know, we say that and we see that in a reality, right? Like if my dad literally leaves me $13 million, oh my, like I can, I can process that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's a real thing that you would think about and look for, you know, like look forward to and be counting down the days to and thinking about what you're going to do. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to, to apply yeah. that this story so to this bit. we're talking here about this inheritance right. that um, 
Right, where we're looking forward to. Waiting, like, this is a literal inheritance that is waiting for us on the day that Christ returns, right? Like, all these things to come and happen, but yet I feel like we don't look at this the same way, like, as my dad saying million he'll leave right. me $13 million. No, 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 I mean, right, and, and, <laughs> and all of this is just a, a the, none of this is, is yet to be true. No, uh, no. It's, it's, I don't, it's not even a possibility, but it, it was just a funny story from a not so funny situation <laughs> that he's luckily he's a good sport but anyway putting it in um i guess just into focus um but we don't think of yeah, this yeah we don't we don't sense. think that and i think we need to maybe train ourselves a little bit to think not to look you know obviously to look towards to to give up these inheritances here on earth or these these even these opportunities for them or to even like yeah, and what i mean when i say here. give it up give up the the care about it just you know who cares if like you're winning here, the lottery yeah right? Right. we all talk about right. winning the if lottery but but okay cool if you're here in 20 years and that happens whatever but you don't care about that no, because that's not what i'm wrapped up that's in. not what it that's not what matters because at the end of the day it, everything here point. is passing away and fading away right. so who right. i don't want the inheritance that is going to be gone I want the inheritance that is the eternal inheritance, but we don't think of it in a literal, real way. And that's where I want to throw out you guys. If you have not read Randy Alcorn's book, Heaven, or even Heaven yeah. for Kids, we read it with our kids. We've used it in our homeschool program. It's fabulous. And I think we really have done within the body of Christ, we've done a great disservice to Christ by the way that we have taught heaven and eternity and, and the new earth and all of these things to come by leaving it just some like over spiritualized thing where we're all like angels floating around in clouds mm -hmm. versus the reality and the mm -hmm. literal descriptions we have of these very real things that every day we're a day closer to. Yeah. And, and, and our focus in all of our, our, what we're working towards being that is our end goal, not things here in well, this life that are in maybe if anybody cares, we can go in a different, a different discussion about it, but on a different podcast but um we don't have the correct idea of the kingdom right you know and yeah. it's just exactly what you were saying like with heaven we you know when we, when we keep saying this kingdom we're talking about what everybody would think of when you say heaven yeah right because heaven is just such a general term like mm -hmm. that and we have no idea what that is Oh, that means we'll be with Jesus singing songs and whatever. But we don't. In a cloud and it's real shiny and clean. But, right, and, and maybe we've done kind of a, I mean, like I said, we're blessed with an audience that's already fairly schooled and, and knows, you know, truth and, and knows these things. So it, it's not like we don't really have to explain these smaller things like that, Um to to our audience, but, but there's still things that get I, you tripped I, But up. I think for a majority of believers out there, they just even in our general terms, like you know, even in a, in song or even mm -hmm. in you know in, in you know even saying complimentaries to each other, you know, mm -hmm. like different things like that, or you know, like heaven's gates, and you know, you say yeah. stuff like, and you're like, what are you? You you don't really understand what what it is that that we do here, is it? <laughs> do you? So I'm a people person. Yeah, because it's a very very real. And Randy Alcorn did do a great, job, a great job of yeah. kind of of giving you this idea where 
materialism necessarily in the sense of things like yeah. isn't physical items. There's nothing wrong with that, and they're not sinful. Mm-hmm. Material things were created by God, and He does a great. And when I say that, I'm not talking about electronics and yeah. TVs or different things God like that. God did but not make your iPhone. No, but we're we're. Um, Randy Alcor does a great job of just kind of of merging those um, two understandings together to get you to kind of understand like, okay, the reality that I I live in and that I'm here, God, like I always tell the kids, you know, whenever we talk about it, I'm like, God made made you. You have fingers and hands, and they're meant to do things and pick up things and throw things and catch things and. And you know you we're meant to right right and we're meant to laugh and have fun and there's a reason why these things and these things are the purpose of of what God create his creation created us to do yeah right and the so rea- that's not going to go away right and the reality <laughs> of the that we have here and the bodies that we have here and the mind obviously we it will be completely different yeah but the same mind and the way of thinking, you know, Christ never turned into a different person. Yeah. You know, so, when yeah. after he was raised from the dead, he was the same person that he was before. He was obviously, His you know, was changed. he was obviously changed and there was a lot that occurred during this. So, but as far as that goes, he, he was, was he was like, he, ate. he was like, hey, Peter, you want to, you want to eat some fish? You know, like this was the same, same guy. Yeah. So, um, you shouldn't expect to be any different, and we went off on a huge rabbit hole on that. Yep, so now we're going to so, try to hurry and stay back on track, verse 6. Yeah, and this is going to be great, because <laughs> this is, I mean, this might be a long one. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, so be truly glad there is wonderful joy ahead, even though, did you say eight? No, I said six. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, so I'll start over again in six. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Through your fa- though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Um, uh, verse 6 is an awesome... I'm so glad we're rereading this after the week we've had. You guys, we're not even going to go into it here, but we're recording this like late. We're behind on these. We have had a heck of a week. It has not been good. And so rereading this again after these past few days... You know what I mean? Right. Just seeing this like continuous oh, yeah. testing oh. and testing and testing. Oh, like this is Oh yeah, yeah, we've been through the ringer, but um Yeah, no. And I kinda stumbled through that one because I wanted to stop again so many different times. Um but it will show that your faith is genuine, it is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. There's a lot of statement into that. Like he is, he is healing you. You know, you don't, you don't always view it like that. But the trials that you go through, you are being completely healed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a, you know, that's a perfect example. As fire tests and purifies gold, it remo- removes all the impurities off of it. 
And I mean, and all of us are struggling. I mean, we get these messages every single day from you guys, from families, and seeing the oh things that gosh, people yeah. are struggling with that are far more than even what we've gone through this past week, and we've been through the ringer this past week. But looking at all of this, and it's like, but this is what's happening, and knowing what's to come on the other side of it is the only way most times mm-hmm. to even mm-hmm. attempt to get through it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, this just, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. So, I mean, and then, again, here's another guarantee that we will go through trials and hard times. Uh, it reminds me, too, of back, it traces back to the Old Testament in Psalm 73, of course, the famous, um, the wicked prosper. Why do the wicked seem to prosper? Yeah. Um, and Jesus guaranteeing us that all of those, all of us, who will be disciples of Christ will be will be per- will be persecuted and we will be tried and tested and we will just if we want to live a godly life this will happen um Some and it, it seems like a, right and it seems around us like everybody else is doing fine well, everybody else is doing great our lives here would be easier so, if we would be cool to go along with worldly right. things that would make life here easier Doing this this way the is not easy. It's not easy, right? And this is some people say you're doing it to yourself, and it's no, it's it's definitely God's call. Well, and you're having to shut, you know, obviously listen to what you've been called to do, um, and and follow your path in the lot that you were given. And for us, it's this. I mean, here we are. We're, which people don't understand why we don't stay focused 120% on our business because we could make really good money, but instead have let that go to pursue this. Well, why can't this just be your weekend hobby or something like that, you know, because you don't make money doing this. You're living, you know, what are you going to do? Well, I I don't care because that's not where I'm focused, you know. I'm focused on the things to come and not the things in this world. I know I could make a lot of money doing the other because we did it. And my life was spiritually empty, so I'll pass. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, Peter is, but Peter is guaranteeing you, too, just backing up what, like I said, what Jesus said in in all of the New Testament and what, in all of the Old Testament mm-hmm. as well, um, that, you know, sometimes this stuff happens and it's, you're like, why you? Why me? Mm-hmm. Um, yet, my unbelieving neighbor next to me is just fine and doing great you know heck we can see that even in entertainment we can see all that you know we see these people just they're just bleeding money yeah you know and so and we have you know people over here that can't even keep food on the keep food on the table or have a home at all right or have a home period um so, you know, it, it's it it shows you that it's a different lifestyle and that it looks different and it, everything is different than what the rest of the world where the rest of the world is going. But that's why I think it is so important that we have a great understanding and a great foundation of the promises that are to come that our focus can be there so while we're uncomfortable while we're struggling while we're doing all of these horrible things you know here on earth now in the present 
we're not focused on the fact that we don't have the latest and greatest, that I drive an old junkie car, that I can't afford a nice house, that I'm struggling to make ends meet. You know what I mean? Like, But I think if we had a better literal understanding of what we're looking for and what our hope is in, that would help. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. And I think all of that builds well into going into verse 8. And this is, I'll see if I can get through this one without tearing up. Because it seems, because this is one of the ones that I have written and plastered on my desk. It's right there. Um, That It's just, I love this verse. And it just wraps up everything that we said of the reason why all of these things. And he's kind of explaining here going into 8 on... um, what this all means you love him even though you have never seen him though you do not see him now you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious inexpressible joy the reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls mm-hmm. so eight and nine i absolutely love those two yeah i would encourage everybody to write those down and put that on something everything everything <laughs> yeah but but Post-tune. make sure like I said, it's one of those things that I see every day and I read every day, and I think everybody should yeah, see and read that every single day because um, there couldn't be any more truth that to true. that, just to those two verses. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, if you read any scripture all throughout the day, which you should be reading a lot more than that. But, um, those, are but those are two verses that are awesome. So anyway, This salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know more about when they prophesied about this glorious salvation prepared for you. They wondered what time or situation the Spirit of Christ within them was talking about when they told them in advance about Christ's suffering and his great glory. Afterward, sorry, I had to scroll down. They were told about their mess, or I'm sorry, they were told that their messages were not for themselves, but for you. And now this good news has been announced to you by those who preached in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. It is all so wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. That's such a trip that they're, I mean, we know that we've had, even this goes back into the Old Testament to angels asking, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Danny going, you know, I don't. Yeah. Um. Uh, but it's nuts, I think, to think of. Yeah, I mean, literally. we have that example. You know, you see that in Ezekiel. You see that with Daniel. You see that with Isaiah. You know, you see all these different things. So you see that there, there's a uh, the audience of of heavenly, heavenly beings, beings yeah. watching these things, and they they don't they themselves don't even fully comprehend the whole plan. Yeah. And they are watching fascinated along with us. It's another great job that uh, I know we've thrown out this movie before, but Divination did, mm-hmm. which Divination was loosely based on C.S. Lewis's screw tape letters. So, um, but it did a great job with the angels being able, standing there and watching. Mm-hmm. And, and they have dialogue in between the angels <clears throat> talking about God working and they were just loving to they watch him work. Job, yeah. So they did a great job of that. Um, and that kind of uh, puts that into perspective that the angels literally are so excited about this and they yeah. can't wait to 
which is just a trip because you know how many angels there are. And, like, and well, and we think yeah, like an angel, whoa, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, like that's just so yeah. fascinating to us and to see where the angels are like, man, you know, like that's, I don't know. It's just a, a trippy, cool thing. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> okay. 13. So prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then. But now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. And remember that the Heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favorites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of him during your time here as temporary residents. Temporary mm -hmm. residents. And um, just, again, referencing the idea here that Peter is telling you that you live a life directly apart, directly set apart from the world. Okay? Otherwise, you wouldn't, he's telling you, you didn't know any better then when you satisfied your own sinful desires and you cared about your own stuff and you did your own stuff. You didn't know any better. So don't do that anymore. So um, like if you moved to Russia today, you would be completely out of sync with native Russians, right? Completely. Because I, right. I don't speak right. the language. I've be never been here. You alienated. You wouldn't understand it. That is how we should live right. every day in our our right. home right now right and that's a great that's a great way to look at it and I, I know i've said it before but yeah i mean you're and it even says and it's not something that we came up with it's in scripture because yeah. you're foreigners <laughs> living in a foreign land it's when you get that idea you know they didn't know the language that the that the egyptians were speaking they yeah. didn't understand the language so that, the things that make sense and are normal to you guys here in your normal customs and the things that you're all wrapped up in are not the things that I am right, because I'm a foreigner. To right. All remember of this. that they didn't understand at first what the heck the Babylonians were doing and say it was the Babylonians mm -hmm. that schooled you know that, yeah. that schooled them when but they had But we don't want to be captivity. schooled on the things of these world. We want to let go of them, right. let them fade away because our focus is somewhere completely different. It's our citizenship in heaven, right. not anything with this earth. and again the church is a picture of israel if you look mm -hmm. in the old testament and you look at, at israel the the larger picture is one tree yeah but the exile in babylon of of having to go and live in babylon and live under these things but not completely immerse yourself and completely ingrain yourself in the culture and not want to come back yep. you know what i mean that's exactly. what that's what the issue is so um, we are on verse 18. 18. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began. But now in these last days, he has been revealed for your own, for your sake. Sorry. Through Christ, you have come to trust in God, and you have placed your faith and hope in God because he raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. You were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth, so now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters. Love each other deeply with all your heart, for you have been born again, 
but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal, living word of God. As the scriptures say, people are like grass. Their beauty is like a flower in the field. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And that's taken from Isaiah 40. Yeah, Isaiah 46 to 8. 6 to 8, correct. And and the that word is the good news that was preached to you. I should have kept going. I should have stopped right there in the middle. All right, hang with us, guys, a little bit longer, and we'll get through two. I love how two starts off there. Go ahead. I'll do two. Yep. So get rid of all evil behavior. Be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment now that nourishment now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. Okay. So hypocrisy, jealousy, unkind speech, deceit. Yep. Be done um, with all of that. Unkind speech. So, there's no room for a godly person to have unkind speech, especially especially publicly. Yeah. I mean, you would think that would be even more... On a public platform. Yeah. I'll keep reading before we all know where Brandon's headed with that. Yep. Verse 4. You are coming to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of cornerstone gosh and I can't talk either of God's temple he was rejected by people I, I do that to people yeah you do you're making me not be able no. to talk he was rejected by people and he was chosen by God for great honor and you are living stones that God is building into a spiritual temple what's more you are his holy priests through the mediation of Jesus Christ you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God as the scriptures say, I am placing a cornerstone in Jerusalem, chosen for great honor, and anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Yes, you who trust in him recognize the honor God has given him. But for those who reject him, the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. And he is the stone that makes people stumble, the rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they do not obey God's word, and so they meet the fate that was planned for them. The rock that makes them fall. <laughs> So you would think then if we are not literally in our lives doing the things that it tells us to do, such as get rid of all evil behavior, be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and unkind speech, then we are therefore stumbling because we're not obeying what is in the word and will meet the fate that was planned for them. Right. If I was just a betting man. Verse 9, but you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result... You but can, you are not like that. Yep. Which, again, is the importance of not only assessing our lives and being very serious and cautious with our actions, our thoughts, our behaviors, our, all of those things, but within the body of Christ to hold one another accountable because these things are serious, right? These are those this two words that you should something. headline right there or underline on nine, but you. Yeah. And you see that so many times where he gives example of mm. evil behavior and it says, but, so he's showing you like these are the examples of what not to do. Yeah. And to, to be the opposite of that. Yeah. 
and too often we see that it's it, it just looks no different whatsoever yeah yet you're still claiming or there's like a slight difference but not really yeah as a result you can show others the goodness of god for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light once you had no identity as a people now you are god's people once you received no mercy now you have received god's mercy dear friends I warn you, as temporary residents and mm-hmm. foreigners, to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges Okay, the so we have, I'm sorry to keep stopping us. Yeah. Eddie's going to kill me, but I have to stop here. Um, no, it's so good. These ones are hard to... We have to be careful how we are perceived as Christians. Yeah. So this means because you are that showing Christ you sh- who He is. If you have this large a of opinion on an idea, or this large of a mouth on on some sort of issue, or whatever you know it may be, you have to be mindful of all these things because of unbelieving people and how they could perceive you and well i mean we understand the seriousness right if i work for some top-notch fortune 500 company right i know if i go on some business trip that i am a representative of my company right. and my job is on the line exactly. like i'm not going to show up in my ripped up sweatpants cursing up a storm rolling you know stinking of booze and all of this you know what I mean like you're just not going to do certain things while you're on the clock because you are a representative of your company so if I walk in slurring racial terms and doing all these things, they're going to be like, uh, what? You are going to be, I'm right, going to be, right. my job. I'm going to what? be in huge. Right. So why what, do we not live as representatives for Christ? The same to exact the way. the same level of importance right. and scrutiny. Because my employer is going to be really, really mad if I'm not acting yeah. the way that I and should. And it's like, one day situation. you'll have to stand before God right. and answer for how you represented Christ to the world so that's like when you see family members that claim to be christians just every time you turn around posting these ridiculously racially charged and when we say when we say family member not even direct family members this is members of the church um, yeah your brothers but when and you sisters see in the this church. yeah when you see right. this being constantly it's like hey Hey, be How mindful. Are you portraying Christ be mindful in this of way. these things because we are told directly the opposite mm-hmm. to not speak this way. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no okay but. Yeah. There's no well this isn't And with the same way that I think we need to understand the reality of a literal inheritance, we need to understand the reality of you are literally once you are a Christian, are a representative for Christ. And how are you portraying Christ? And if you look around the world, I mean, unbelievers, that's one of the biggest things. The way that the Christian church has overall in the majority portrayed Christianity to be is what makes so many people be like, yeah, no thanks. (laughs) You guys are not, because we're not living it out quite that's even something that, I mean, I have to be extremely mindful of as well 
you know, whenever yeah. I I rant on certain yes. pastors or, or on certain topics or anything else, I have to be completely mindful that of I don't want, but at the same time, you have to be very, very harsh about truth. Of course. And yeah. that's where... It doesn't mean you don't stand up to truth. Right. And that's where that's where it's a little bit different. But none of these things that, that have been... That happen in our world are, are based off of truth. Because mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not starting with Christ. We're starting with, with something completely opposite. We're something, mm-hmm. something worldly. And, and we're throwing... We're sprinkling a little, a little Christ in there like salt. And like, mm-hmm. it, like that'll work. Not how that works, guys. No. So... Verse 13... For the Lord's sake, submit to all human authority, whether the king is head of state or the officials he has appointed. For the king has sent them to punish those who do wrong and to honor those who do right. It is God's will that your honorable lives should silence those ignorant people who make foolish accusations against you. For you are free, yet you are God's slaves, so don't use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. Respect everyone and love the family of believers. Fear God and respect the king. You who are slaves must submit to your masters with all respect. Do what they tell you, not only if they are kind and reasonable, but even if they are cruel. For God is pleased when conscious of his will, you patiently endure unjust treatment. Of course you get no credit for being patient if you are beaten for doing wrong. (laughs) But if you suffer for doing good and endure it patiently, God is pleased with you. For God called you to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered. For you, he is your example, and you must follow in his steps. He never sinned, nor ever deceived anyone. He did not retaliate when he was insulted, nor threaten revenge when he suffered. He left his case in the hands of God, who always judges fairly. He personally carried our sins in his body to on the cross, so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds you are healed. Once you were like sheep who wandered away, but now you have turned to your shepherd, the guardian of your souls. So Um, things like don't deceive anyone. Don't retaliate when insulted. Don't threaten revenge when you're suffering. They always... I see a lot of people, and I remember telling them that a lot of people act like this is our complete allegiance to the world when he says respect the king yes but he knows like fear god yeah okay yeah i respect yeah there's authorities here that have to be set up okay i don't wish anybody bad of course not sure um that doesn't mean that my life is all consumed by but what you have to also remember though is this isn't this is every leader this is not one just one that you happen to like Like. presently (laughs) right now and maybe in the next you know well, so your respect for Barack Obama and Donald Trump should have been the same. Should have been the same, correct. You, you didn't have to agree with the policies of Obama, which none of us did. That means you but needed to that's respect still, Hitler that's, exactly, and Mussolini. And exactly. Stalin. So it's still, okay, great. Obama was the president. This is what's happening. And I think that's where a lot of the, uh, the, the, the miscommunication comes from in in Christianity is not understanding this whole not it's not just opinionated then you kind of have to be this kind of has to be a general statement so even if you're given a, 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 a king that you don't like 
is a general idea, you should probably kind of just, you know, nod your head and, and mm-hmm. go on, respect him. But your allegiance, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So you, it shouldn't matter that much at all. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't care about Barack Obama. You shouldn't care about Trump. My focus is on Christ. <clears throat> and you shouldn't care about 2020. You shouldn't care about yeah. 20, you know, none of this. My hope is in Christ. Your hope is in Christ. That's it. Um, where are we at? First, we're done. We're done? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Um, two chapters today. We're going to do three tomorrow since we kind of split them up since these ones were a little bit longer and we already ran 10 minutes over time anyway. Yeah, so. sorry. We'll do three through five tomorrow. So have a good day, everyone.